0: Hi everyone, welcome to Obsessions of a Millennial Drama Queen, where every week a guest and I work our way through the alphabet talking about things we are obsessed with. I'm Adam Dalton-Blake, and this week my friend James Reddington and I talk about how A is for Amy Adams and additional amazing actresses. We chatted about our queer awakenings with Michelle Pfeiffer, the Don't Worry Darling drama of it all, and the purrs of Miss Eartha Kitt. Feel free to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at omdqpod, that's omdqpod, and let us know in the comments what you're obsessed with. Enjoy the show! Hi James! Hi! Hi hun, how are you doing?
1: I'm uh, doing good! It's freezing here today, so I'm trapped in uh, what we call the vacation room in our house, um, and I'm cranking the heat up just in this room specifically, because it's a little, little, I'm a little chilly.
0: I love that. Yeah, I'm sporting a grandma blanket on my lap, um, and I'm in L.A., so, so, you know, it's all a moot point. Um, So I just wanted to start, before we dive into Amy Adams and additional amazing actresses, which you helped with that title, which I'm very grateful for.
1: I'm really good at alliteration.
0: Yes, because um, literacy is fundamental. Um, (laughs) So I just wanted to talk about how we know each other and how we met each other. Do you remember that?
1: I do. Do you?
0: Yes, because it is uh, a little embarrassing for me, but I love it. (laughs) So (laughs) you and I, (laughs) you and I worked at the same fashion company and obviously you are a beautiful man. And uh, I was like, hey, this is a very beautiful man. I was single at the time and I was like, I'm going to like swoop in and like get this guy. And so you invited Uh, the design team when I was on the design team to your open studio and I was like "Ooh, yeah I'm gonna get in there I'm gonna show up I'm gonna wear a cute little outfit and then get this guy and then I get into the door and then you're like hi welcome to my studio this is my boyfriend (laughs) and then you introduced your boyfriend and I was like ah yes okay here we go but then we became fast friends
1: yeah I mean that's I mean I feel like a lot of good friendships start that way you know like you know you know, just, was one of us trying to hit on the other one? I think. I, I mean, for me, I, I think. I think for me, it was like. I think that was like around the time I. You know, I've been out for maybe like a couple years. I think at that mm-hmm. point, um, and I just remember like seeing you at that work event, and then being like, "Oh, there's another gay person here!" Like, because they're just like you know, for for a fashion company, there wasn't a ton of like. I mean, there there were a lot of gay people, but it wasn't like. I mean, not necessarily in my immediate vicinity. So I think it was kind of nice to be like, Oh, that one.
0: Yeah. And
1: yeah, no, we had a good rapport. I think you you made me laugh. That's why I was, um, I was drawn to you immediately. I was like, Ooh, I like this one.
0: Yeah. And then the next time we hung out, I covered your apartment in glitter. And then we went out.
1: (laughs) Yes. And it's probably still there.
0: Yes. Yes. You promptly moved like the next week. And we were like, well, the, the, the next people (laughs) will worry about all the glitter.
1: (laughs) it's fine i think i know the people that are still there actually so i I should ask them if they've if they still have glitter in the corners of their windows yeah be like
0: hey have you spotted any glitter on your toothbrush all right so today today we're talking about amy adams and other additional actresses and uh you know how much i love actresses i feel like most of our conversations revolve around (laughs) actresses that i've just like recently become obsessed Mm with um and uh, thank you for indulging all of those conversations. I feel like on this podcast, it's just going to be me uh, apologizing to all my friends about how much I talk about the topics we talk about, but we're going to bring it up again. Um, and so yeah. just generally, why... Well, I, I feel like I've converted you into a bit of an actress lover. Am I right in that? Mm-hmm.
1: I, I, I would say that I, I do enjoy talking about them with you. I don't think there will ever be a day where I'm on on the level of obsession that you are with (laughs) actresses like i would i would say that is like that's like the lens with which you view the world is through different actresses i would say yeah like you identify with them you enjoy them um their inspiration for your work like yeah but that being said no i have gotten uh I've learned a lot of I've I, I would say I'd learn I've learned a lot more about award shows. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> from you specific like actor like the relationship between like actors and award shows and like who's won what. That's something that you've definitely cued me in on over the years for sure.
0: Yeah, the Wikipedia, um, like achievements and <laughs> accolades is always like like is always oh, that purple link that you've clicked before when I look up like Zoe Seldana yeah. or like when I look up like Merritt Weaver, it's like all, it's like, Oh, I've clicked on this before. And, um,
1: you're like, let's cut to the chase.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, um, yeah, I have often played that game of, you know, you have like a random Wikipedia article and you have to get to Meryl Streep. That game we're using yeah. links. Um, so, Meryl Streep's whole Wikipedia is uh like the other side of my hand
1: <laughs> no, I feel like i i feel like that is such a perfect perfect game for you i'm but i <laughs> but I feel like a version with Amy Adams could be even better. I almost like kind of hope that we have something like that on the doctor for today of like
0: <laughs> oh my god we should have oh my god, i didn't plan that
1: you you would be really good at that
0: that will be our um one season anniversary we will go back to amy <laughs> adams and we will play that live which will be amazing for people who are only listening um yes, <laughs> yes. um yeah yeah okay so, so what do we love about actresses like like what do they serve how do they serve our community how do they serve ourselves and why do we love them more than actors?
1: Yeah, I is I I feel like your answer is probably going to be a lot longer, so I guess we'll just start. <laughs> I'll I'll start. Um, I would say it's I I mean, I feel like as queer people, I think like there's a natural inclination towards like identifying with female characters. Like, I think that that's kind of the like more straightforward answer. Like, I feel like all of us are kind of aware of this. Of like, you know. Is, you know, we, we probably weren't always treated nicely by the boys and men in our life. So we tend to kind of like find safety with women. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's easier for us to like kind of identify with them, you know, like identify with like, you know, the, the female character in the movie. I think for me, like I like growing up, I started gravita- gravitating towards like the, the characters that I dressed up as like, you know, because, you know, mm-hmm. you know, obviously when you're a kid. I don't know about you where you, you obviously probably were a very big dress-up kid when you were younger i'm sure right
0: oh yeah but like also like separate from just like halloween just like around the yes. house yeah no every day every
1: day yeah. <laughs> yeah like like this morning i'm gonna be elvira um yes and then mm. later in the afternoon i'm gonna be uh dorothy from wizard of oz and wear a blue 90 and some red <laughs> <hoppers>. <laughs> and run around the house with a basket in my hand yes yes that's what i'm gonna do Mm -hmm. so so yeah so so i feel like you know i was always well and i feel like a lot of that had to do with the fact that like they were always like the women characters always had the best costumes and like not even to say that like women are all about like their fashion or whatever but they just it like inarguably like like x-men for instance like i was obsessed with x-men when i was a kid Mm -hmm and like storm rogue and like jubilee yeah, yeah, yeah. and like they always had like the coolest powers best hair best outfits like it like what's not like what's not to love i don't know i I think that was like why i was always drawn to them uh in general was just kind of like the look of it all mm-hmm. um and then yeah i think that's kind of like where my like initial draw towards like just like femininity or like female characters came from probably was from from like cartoons and you know anime and x-men and stuff like that comic books because that because because those those ki- those ki- those kinds of things always like it like a cool lady character was like not uncommon in those worlds like mm-hmm, for right. like a very long time mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah. it's like not not in the way that it is in like tv and movies and stuff like i feel like they were always kind of, like, the coolest ones. I don't know. I mean, I guess that's my opinion, but yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I've always felt that, like, actresses um, sometimes have to work harder to find, um, like, how they can execute their role with depth, which I think, because, like, roles haven't typically been, like, written that well for women, but so the actresses are, like, working to find that that character and really just turning out some amazing performances to try to find the truth in that which i think is like remarkable and i like i'm enchanted by every time um an actress really just like finds herself in a role i love that i love that and like oh they're just so like vulnerable and real and strong and like they i feel like um actresses allow themselves to um have all the colors of the rainbow of emotions when like i don't know and like you're like male counterparts
1: it's a, it will in a way that not even necessarily that their male counterparts can't but it's like that they're not ex- that they weren't expected yes to, exactly i mean yep. i feel like there's it's it's always like comes back to that idea of like you're a second class citizen basically in the eyes of society and you have to push 10 times as hard to, like, justify your, your seat at the table or, like, um, to get as much attention mm-hmm. as, like, you know, your your male counterparts and stuff like that. So, obviously, that has a lot to do with it. But I think to your point, you know, they allow themselves to go to different places um, in a way that men can't because of, you know, I don't know, toxic masculinity or, like, yeah. you know, things like that. Um, yeah. So, there's definitely just, like, a lot more... A lot more going on, I feel like, with actresses rather than actors. But, you know, not even necessarily that there has to be a comparison. But, like, I think that that is something that, like, is obviously why we're drawn towards them, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love them. And speaking of loving, so I was thinking (laughs) that we could go back and forth and chat about a couple of actresses that we love and why we love them. Okay, so, obviously, given the nature of the episode, A... We're starting with Miss Amy Adams. She's my pick for number one. Number one actress of all time. Shocking. I know, right? Um, I'm obsessed with Amy Adams. Obviously, first introduction was, uh, for me, was Enchanted. Um, because I was a child when that movie came out. And I love that movie. Um, she's enchanting in it. I'm so excited for the sequel, <laughs> Disenchanted. Um I just love that... Wait,
1: is there a sequel coming out? I actually didn't even know
0: that. Yes, yes, there's a sequel coming out with uh, all, you know, the whole family's back together. Patrick Dempsey and Idina Menzel are there. And then also Maya wow. Rudolph is there and she plays a villain and I'm really excited about it. Oh,
1: that sounds fun.
0: Yes, so we're going to have to have a streaming party to watch that. Um, And That's then... Amazing. uh, Yeah, so I love Amy Adams because she is like a real... Uh, I find that she's a chameleon and that she really takes roles that are like different from one another. Um, so she had Enchanted and then she was really trying to get away from being like, you know, the Enchanted girl. Um, and she wanted to film Doubt. Doubt the movie with like Meryl Streep, Philip Seymour Hoffman, like, mm-hmm. you know, really serious about really serious stuff.
1: Like Viola Davis. was. Oh the- yeah.
0: Well, I love her. Yeah um and so (laughs) she wasn't getting seen because they were like oh no she's amy adams it's like she's an enchantment like we can't do that so philip seymour hoffman had to advocate for amy adams be like no this amy adams woman is an amazing actress and so then she was hired and then she got an oscar nomination for it and so it just like goes to show that like this woman is super versatile and then she does a lot of other things, like she does American Hustle. She does Her. She does, um, she does, of course, Julie and Julia. Hello. She cooks and has short hair. How can she do both? And then uh, my favorite movie of hers is Arrival, obviously. She wasn't even nominated for an movie. Oscar for it, which I'm very upset about. I have a whole episode on Oscar snubs coming up.
1: Yeah, I'm very, yeah, I'm very surprised. I'm, I'm interested to hear that episode. <laughs> I
0: know. I know. It was the same year as Emma Stone for La La Land, which I might also have a separate episode about because that was, a, that was a, you know, messy, messy, messy. Um, but anyway, she's just like so like versatile and strong and she has these really soft moments, which I love, but they're like really powerful. And she has the most beautiful hair in the world. So that's my pitch for Amy Adams.
1: Yeah, great. I think, uh, yeah, that's great. I, I mean, I'm sold. I great. mean, I was already sold, but I'm sold even more after after hearing all that. I think I, I think it's interesting that like, you know, Amy Adams. It, it, it's a it's a common thing with any actor or like artist. I feel like because once you mm-hmm. do the movie, like once you do the kid movie, yeah. or you do like the the weird like really wild movie it's like hard for people to like imagine like you know uh, oh it's almost like a linda blair ism Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. like you know like once you do something that's so like iconic as a movie or like paints you as like a certain type of character it's so hard to break out of that so i think like you know she she really worked it. I feel like she kind of went for the more challenging, like, serious roles and stuff. You said that she... Well, Philip Seymour Hoffman, you said, you said he worked with her on Broadway, right?
0: Yeah, I th- I believe they did, like, a play together, or they worked together in, like, some some other form, and he was some, like... the
1: theater or yeah. something.
0: She was like, he was like, this girl got it.
1: Yeah, and that's, you know, that is high praise coming from Philip Seymour Hoffman, but... Yeah,
0: um, he's done a few things.
1: Yeah, I think... Um, you know, if, if I guess if we're diving into specific actresses, mm-hmm. I think in general, I, I think I like, I think I like people that have a range. Mm-hmm. Like people who can kind of like transform and become different people. Like you meant, like you were talking about how Amy Adams is like kind of a chameleon. She can take on all these different roles and stuff. I like that. I like like when people aren't afraid to like go to weird or dark places or become someone that they, you know, that people don't like yeah. or something. Or, you know, it's like I, I think there's something interesting about that. But I also kind of love um, and appreciate people who just kind of are themselves in things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like they, don't, they don't necessarily have. A huge range, mm-hmm. but what they bring to the table is just so like inescapably themselves. Like I feel like yeah. I love stuff like that too. Like I like like I think of like Fran Drescher. Like oh, Fran Drescher is yeah, never yeah. anyone no. but but Fran Drescher. You mm-hmm. know what I mean?
0: Right. Oh, I love that. Um,
1: but that, but I'm t- but I'm completely fine with that because I fucking love Fran Drescher and I don't want yeah. her to be anyone else.
0: Yeah, you're Fran. Fine with that. <laughs>
1: I'm fantastic with that. Yes, fantastic. Um, so 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 I think I, I think other than that um one one person who I was kind of doing a little bit of a deep dive into this was um Eartha Kitt. Oh.
0: Have you ever
1: like mm-hmm. Have you have you ever gone on like an earth a kit uh deep dive on the internet like on YouTube or anything like that? Have you looked at stuff that she's in?
0: Yeah, not the deepest dive. I think I've like dipped into like the shallow end of the pool, but my dive was, wasn't that yeah. deep. Yeah.
1: She really she is, she is a powerhouse actress like you know, she she's uh she's been in like a ton of Broadway. Mm-hmm. She sings, she dances. She's like an iconic actress. Like I like you know, she um I think the first time I ever saw her in my life, which is you know probably dating me a little bit, is um in I don't do you remember any of the Ernest movies like Ernest mm-hmm. goes to camp or like the, the like um I I don't remember the the actor's name but he's like a, you know he's a comedian he plays this like Larry the Cable Guy type like you know comedic actor mm-hmm. or whatever and he's in a bu- he has a bunch of different movies. And one of them is called um, Ernest Scared Stupid. And it's like the Halloween version oh, of like like his adventures. Mm-hmm. And Eartha Kitt plays like this, uh, this witch that like, of is, course, like a main character in the story. And she like foretells of like these like crazy trolls that are terrorizing everybody. I remember just being like her voice, like really kind of yeah. standing out to me. Of and being like, It's like the wildest voice I've ever heard. Like come out of a human, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like on screen. And then um and then obviously like uh from that point she she had like kind of in terms of acting, she had a bunch of things in the nineties that she did. That's probably why I got introduced to her. So it was it was Ernest and then she also played this like pretty iconic role in the *Harriet the Spy* movie. I don't know if you <gasps> if you ever watched that when you were a kid. Did no. you watch *Harriet the Spy*? No,
0: I think I missed that.
1: Starring Michelle Trachtenberg <gasps> and Rosie O'Donnell. Um, yes. But, uh, speaking of iconic actresses, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but Eartha Kitt plays this like Gray Gardens like heiress like character that basically just like never leaves her bed, and Thab. and Michelle Trachtenberg is like you know she spies on people so that she can like write stories about mm-hmm, them so mm-hmm. she like sneaks into her house and the dumb waiter and like <laughs> yes, watches yes. her through the dumb waiter mm-hmm. it is like that was like a, that was like a life-changing like that was like like that, that movie in general like i wanted to be harriet the spy speaking of dressing up like characters <laughs> writing in like a note like a journal because mm-hmm. of her um but no i just remember like really being blown away by that scene and then of course Isma from Emperor's yes. New Groove, who yes, is yes. a gay icon, of course, is voice is voiced by Eartha Kitt. Mm-hmm. She can be like fabulous. She can be scary. She was, ca- and you know, she had, like obviously her most iconic role is Catwoman from the nineteen sixties, like Adam yes. West, uh, like Batman show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like the like, like the growl and like the you know she 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 was Catwoman. Like yeah. there there was never like. I, you know, there there were obviously, like, you know, the comic books of Batman and stuff before that, but I don't think that there had ever been, like, an established, like, this person is, mm-hmm. like, is Catwoman or is Batman yeah. or whatever, and she really kind of, like, you know, immortalized that role. Yeah, she's just really great. I was watching, like, a... um in it uh like kind of like almost like in actor studio type interview with yeah. her. <laughs> she comes out, like she like she, you know, she she comes on the show and she like kicks her leg out and goes you know, like, before she sits <laughs> down. And she this was like in two, two 2008, So mm-hmm. she was like 81, I think, when she was on that show. And the ladies like she sits down and likes to do the interview, and she's like <laughs> and the lady interviewer is like how do you like, like, how do you do stuff like that? Like, you know, like at your, like at your age, like, how do you do it? She was like, well, I think I do it because I want to.
0: <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Which is
1: such a great, which is such a great answer. Like yeah. cause she basically is like, she's like, you know, if, if I want to move and perform like in a certain way, she's like, I just prepare myself. Like yeah. I do the things that I have to do Ugh. in order to do those things, like, you know, exercise or whatever. And I just, uh, she really she's the full package i mean i really didn't realize how much i loved earth the kid until you asked me to think about actresses that inspired <laughs> me and i was just like obviously earth the kid
0: oh i love that
1: i th- I, I think also because like when i was a kid i was also obsessed with the the tim burton batman the batman returns with uh, oh, michelle pfeiffer mm-hmm. oh woman, yeah, yeah, yeah incredible actress i think i would i i like again Catwoman was one of the characters that I wanted to be while I was growing up so Mm -hmm. I feel like that's when I started you know like Harriet the Spy happened around that time like early 90s so yeah so I have like a lot of you know you know love love and respect yeah I I guess through 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 this uh through looking into this I think yeah a lot of the comic book and like animated characters was kind of my entry point for a lot of actresses I think for me personally
0: yeah I mean it that that, that Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman her pink apartment before she becomes Catwoman is my so literal dream. Good. I like you know how much I love the color pink. Um that is my yeah. actual dream
1: and then like when she becomes yeah. Catwoman I was like
0: but but, but keep the apartment.
1: <laughs> oh no that is like i now I, I i frequently uh cite that scene as like that scene in that movie was like one of the things that turned me gay like when yeah. she's like smashing the apartment mm-hmm. and like spraying the black spray, spray paint everywhere and there's mm-hmm. like that neon sign that says hello there yes and mm-hmm. she knocks out the letters and then it just says hell here so good perfect
0: it's so perfect good piece
1: of cinema no notes no amazing. no amazing <laughs>
0: I'm doing an episode on Grease 2 starring Michelle Pfeiffer. So we might talk about great that
1: there. I would well. love that.
0: Um, okay, so I'm just gonna do one more. You can do one more, and then we have a bit of a game that we're gonna play, which I'm really excited about. So my last actress right. that I'm obsessed with, which is like based on like a movie I just saw her in, is Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh, oh,
1: so love
0: her. I just saw. Don't worry, darling.
1: Oh, did you see it?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw it, and I read the script. Um, I (laughs) you read the I read the script because I'm that girl. I'm obsessive like that. Um, so I you read it
1: after or before you saw the movie? Oh, after
0: I saw the movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: All right.
0: Because I don't want any spoilers. Uh,
1: I have more questions.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love the movie. Um, I know like a lot of people don't, and it's like because of uh, one all the drama, and then two the
1: controversy.
0: Very very controversial. Um filming. Yeah. But I love the movie. I love the concept of the movie, I love the look of the movie. And I think Florence Pugh carried that movie on her back and really gave us amazing range. She's so natural in it. And like the first scene, they're like um like very first scene it opens up on them like balancing glasses on their head and books and like being drunk and funny. And it's just like she's so natural in how she acts. It's like really from like you can tell it's from her, but then reading the script, it's all scripted. I thought it was all improv because of like how she how she carried it and how she delivered those lines. In the script, it's all scripted. She's just like a very natural actress. Um, but my first uh, Florence Pugh awakening uh, was midsummer. Like, amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. Where,
0: um, yet again, she dominated that film. She was not nominated for an Oscar, which I'm so mad about. She should have been. Yeah. Um, in that movie, we saw um, her crying. We saw her dancing. We saw her signature frown, which she has the best <laughs> frown in the game. It is literally a semicircle. It's really, like, um yeah. Yeah, yeah. The best frown in the game. <laughs> and then you and I went to theaters to see uh, – the, the little women um with sir <laughs> Ronan and florence Pugh. um i will say you and i were more captivated by sir Sharonin's uh bouncing locks while she ran
1: just efferless just eff- just her effortless, you know tendrils flapping in the breeze as oh she my gosh. runs through the streets of what is it london new york where are they no massachusetts i, I, I was too distracted. i was too i was, I know. I, was too distracted. <laughs> I know
0: I know we, we got lost in the locks um But um, Amy in that... So Amy, she was nominated for playing Amy in that role, which I believe was kind of like the Academy being like, we're going to nominate you for your past work and this role. Um, She had a very minor role in that. She was good. She gives one amazing speech to Timothy Chalamet about how um, Mm -hmm. marriage is um, a contract and um, about owning property. And it's amazing. Um, So she really gave that in that scene. But seeing her in Don't Worry, Darling, I was like, oh, Florence, Florence, you're acting, you're beautiful, you're giving everything I need. Uh, She just like gave so many dimensions and paranoia and hysterics and confidence and gravitas. It was absolutely amazing. I love Florence Pugh.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely a shame that there's so much like, publicity like yeah. you know gossip surrounding it because they're really from what i've heard like the performances because I, I i still haven't seen it obviously but mm-hmm. the, you know it's this is a potentially a like you know a kind of a changing role for her in terms of like her career and stuff i think because i think up until now i mean she hasn't this is like one of her first like very adult roles right because she kind of played like younger characters and stuff before now or was it like yeah know, I guess so like young, like young women but like you know but not like this is like a different a different sort of thing for yeah her
0: she went play. from playing little women to large women to adult <laughs> to women <bigger.
1: laughs> the large women
0: um <laughs> no yeah I, I absolutely I, I absolutely love her and I, I think she's really um stepping into, like, the A-list actress that she is going to become. I feel like she's on her way there. Um, It's really funny because... um, So I saw the movie with my boyfriend, and he was... He he didn't really, like, love the movie. He liked the movie. And then we were talking about it, and the way I watch movies is... uh, All I need is, like, a good concept or story and then, like, an amazing performance by an actress. Whereas, like, he needs, like kind of like all the parts that like make a good movie <laughs> where <it was> like <laughs> i multiple
1: components instead yes. of just one or two <laughs> exactly no no but i feel like well okay but explain your 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 uh in that world what what boxes are being ticked for blake lively movies like you are you really, uh, really love blake lively oh my god okay what so is, is, what but, what is it with what is it with her? Why are you so obsessed with Blake Bly- Blake Lively?
0: Okay, so Blake Lively is like okay, so Florence. I know
1: we probably don't have enough time. But-
0: I know I'll, I'll do like a qu- a quick dive. Um, Florence Pugh is the side of my brain that's like, oh my god, this acting is phenomenal. The layers, the layers. Oh my god, Blake Lively is like she's so pretty, and she chooses roles that are very complicated, and she tries to get there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but like, like her
1: like you you. you- you appreciate the the effort. Oh yeah, she
0: works really hard. My my favorite Blake Lively performance is like Sister of the Traveling Pants, where she's just like, like she's like she's like oh, it's just about her being her and like having these emotive moments where she like has her hair in front of her face and she flicks it away, like you know like that's that's my favorite Blake
1: Lively. Um, yeah, that's
0: like yeah. You,
1: you like it when she go well you like it when she goes there to, uh, to having her hair in her face.
0: I know, And covering her beautiful <laughs> face that's vulnerability, James
1: that is super vulnerable super vulnerable yes. um the the other person that i had on my list was uh Christina ricci uh so you, you, you and i were talking about uh yellow jackets recently um man i could not have been more thrilled for her for like a role that she's coming into like at this point in her career yeah the the one thing that i i i heard a i heard a, heard a podcast interview with her you know, I've, I've always obviously loved Christina Ricci. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I grew up watching, like, you know, Tim Burton movies, like, Adam's Family. Mm-hmm. You know, I was always into kind of, like, the gothy girl yeah. vibe. And obviously, Christina Ricci is, like, a professional goth girl. Yes, <laughs> so, yes, yes, yes. Um, like, she, she, made a, she made a career out of, like, being a, like, like quirky goth girl. Mm-hmm. And um, I heard this podcast interview with her recently where she um, talked about her upbringing, which I thought was really amazing that, like, I think she kind of it's made a lot of sense in terms of like when you see like the kind of roles and directors and stuff that she works with yeah. um one thing in the interview that she said that i thought was really amazing was that she doesn't care about being famous mm-hmm. like she's never cared about being famous um which I, I i don't know i wonder if that has something to do with like starting as like a child actor and kind of uh, just yeah. being used to the the industry or something or if it's just like you know kind of a testament to like who she is but she told all these wild stories of like her dad was like a like basically a cult a cult leader like <sighs> he did these like weird um like primal scream like therapy sessions with people in their basement of their house so she would just so she was like telling the story about just like hanging out with her mom in the kitchen like eating breakfast and then just like hearing people downstairs being like you never fucking loved me but you know like just like like and it is like when i when i was when she and she you know i talked a little bit more about her childhood mm-hmm. in that interview and i was just like this makes so much sense i am so like just like you as an actress but also like you as a person like i think i'm yeah. like starting to kind of like it's starting to gel a little better, bit better for me um and i love that she's You know, like, I don't think we really dive into specifically, like, going from child act. I guess we kind of talked about it a little bit with, like, Amy Adams and, Mm -hmm. like, switching gears in terms of, like, the types of roles. But child acting into adult acting is a whole other thing. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, one, if you even, like, you know, I feel like there's a lot of, like, pitfalls and, like, weird, you know, things that you have to deal with when you're a child actor or grow up a child actor. Mm -hmm um but then to kind of like get past that and then kind of find yourself as like you know like an adult actress I think is like a whole other thing so I think like I don't know Christina Ricci for me is like kind of like one of those people that keeps me interested for sure oh, like totally. when I hear that she's in something I'm like that's enough for me to want to watch that like that was pretty much yeah. the only reason I watched Yellow Jackets was because I knew <laughs> Ricci was in it. but yeah um but yeah and it's very, but it's also very good. It's very, it's very, Ooh, it's very. So well- I've only, I, I haven't watched the whole thing to be, to be, to be clear. I don't have Showtime. All these services are making it very difficult. Yeah. Then, um, but I have watched um, the first couple episodes, and I was hooked. It's so really I will good. Be finding it at some point, hopefully.
0: I love. Um, I also love Christina Ricci. I think Christina Ricci is amazing at press. I think it's because 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 she's been doing it so long. Um, there's an interview oh, yeah. of. Like her as a child actor with uh, in a movie. uh, Forget the movie where she was in. She was with Cher and Winona Ryder on a couch, and um, the interviewer is asking Christina, young Christina Ricci, like, "Oh my God, you were a swimmer in like like in school. Um, What's the difference between like?" doing a swim meet in film versus, like, swim meet in school, which is, like, you know, kind of a softball question. And Christina Ricci, as a little kid, just goes, well, in the movie, I win. <laughs> which is fabulous for a young, young actress to, like, just have that, like, biting wit. I love that. I love that. Love Christina Ricci. Yeah. And I'm so happy that she's yeah. um, working again.
1: Yeah, she... um was that what? What I wonder what movie that was for? Was that for mermaids? Was she? Oh,
0: mermaids! Yep, yep, very
1: good. Was that what it was for? Yep. Yeah. Uh, speaking of movies with amazing actresses, I love that. Great movie. Yeah.
0: All right, James. <laughs> so, thank you for that deep dive of our of four of our favorite actresses, You're of which welcome. there are a million. Um, we are going to dive into a game. Speaking of mermaids, we're diving into a game. So this game, Ooh. yeah, right. So this game is called Amy or Adams. And so how the game works is that I'm going to give you a random fact that is about a famous Amy or a famous Adam.
1: And these are all first names?
0: uh, Maybe. There might be one one little tricky one in there. (laughs) Okay, okay. okay. so I'm going to give you a fact, and then you tell me, does this sound like an Amy fact or an Adam fact? So this first fact is, before becoming famous... They once worked in Kirby vacuum sales and as a telemarketer for a basement waterproofing company. Is that an Amy or is that an Adam?
1: Oh wow, I feel like that could be anybody. Jeez, um, I guess I guess an Adam.
0: You are correct. That is Adam Driver.
1: <laughs> oh, that tracks. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. If if I got that voice as go. a telemarketer, I would be like, whatever you want, I'll give you whatever you want. <laughs>
1: like please don't hurt me yeah please don't
0: hurt me um okay on our next amy or adams so this person is one of seven children of katherine hicken and richard kent
1: amy
0: you are correct that is amy adams (laughs) i love that oh
1: okay bringing it back
0: i know i'm imagining seven uh, amy adams (laughs) which is like my dream Um, Okay, so this next (laughs) fact um, is this person failed first grade. Amy or Adam?
1: Oh, man. Failed first grade. Hmm. Adam.
0: So that is actually Amy. It is Amy Sedaris.
1: Oh, that... I was kind of weirdly thinking of Amy Sedaris when you said that. I don't know why I said Adam. I think that was wasn't that the basis for Strangers with Candy, <laughs> like her having to repeat her having to repeat school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: All right, we got a couple more. Um, so at the at around the age of ten, they founded a rap group called Sweet n sour. and Sour. That's Sweet and <laughs> Sour.
1: Um, Sweet and Sour. Oh man, uh, Amy.
0: That is Amy Winehouse. Very good.
1: Oh, love that! Wow, sweet and sour.
0: Right, right, like an Amy Winehouse rap group. Amazing.
1: How many? How? Wait. So wait. So she was in a girl group.
0: No, well, she was like age ten. So it's like it was probably like a, oh, like you know, her friends got together and we're like, we're a rap group called Sweet and Sour now.
1: Yeah, kind of like you and me did.
0: Yeah. Yep. 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 But uh, we'll talk about that later. Um, okay. So (laughs) I have two more for you. Owns a white and tan English bulldog named Matzabal.
1: I feel like that's an Adam maybe.
0: That is correct. That is Adam Sandler.
1: Oh, perfect.
0: All right. So last question. So last, uh, Amy or Adam. Allegedly doesn't own a car. As part of their daily contribution to help conserve energy, they ride their bike, Or take the bus. Someone Mm. eco-conscious.
1: That sounds like an Amy thing.
0: So, this is a bit of a trick. It is Rachel McAdams, James.
1: Oh, that is not... That's that's a tricky one. I
0: know, I tricked you. I tricked you with a Rachel McAdams. And because of that, I'll give you one more. Okay, Okay, this is the last one. Thank you. Has a paw print on the back of their right shoulder that says Frankie Girl underneath it.
1: Okay, obviously, Amy, right?
0: So it is actually Adam Levine.
1: Adam Levine? Yeah,
0: so it's an, yeah, that's another strike against him in the, in the cultural discourse. How
1: dare, I was about to say, how dare you bring up Adam Levine in my presence? <laughs> <laughs>
0: and on that note, so every week I uh, turn the tables on our guests and ask them what they're obsessed with with a segment called Guest Obsessed. So James, what have you been obsessed with recently?
1: obsessed oh you know what i'm actually like re- not not recently obsessed but i think like more intensely obsessed recently mm-hmm. is uh like voguing videos i think oh, that's yeah. like becoming my mm-hmm. new that's becoming like my new like social media of choice is just watching like uh like best of vogue and like um what are the other accounts that i follow there's like I, like i i but i just started just discovering all these like compilation mm-hmm. accounts where they basically like pull all these different like gang videos from different accounts and stuff like that, and I started following all the people from Legendary, of like Honey and Packrat, and uh like Deshaun. So, I mean, I've been following Deshaun for a while, but um yeah, I think that's like my like nine times out of ten. If I am sitting, if I get lost down a TikTok hole, like I'll just be sitting in the <laughs> in the living room just scrolling, and Dan's like, "What the fuck are you watching right now?" And it's just like, yes, and of just course. That, just that constantly like I, I could i could seriously it's like one of my favorite things to watch on on the phone
0: i love um, that yeah. i would recommend yeah. um if if you want a really deep dive uh go on youtube and search vogue evolution on america's best dance crew so oh
1: yes that's where i first saw yes uh, laomi where laomi and deshaun got their start yes, yes.
0: amazing it's so good and laomi, it's like so even, ahead of its time don't
1: even get me started
0: yeah love don't her. even get me
1: started Ugh, so good laomi is like is like otherworldly mm-hmm. when she when she vogues like she's fucking amazing anyway sorry yeah love Bit that of a digression there but, wonder,
0: yeah. wonder woman of ballroom we love that yeah um so with that wonder woman of ballroom hey we, we've come to the end of our <laughs> podcast our first podcast i'm so excited Yay. thank you james so much for coming and being my first guest i really appreciate it you're my best friend i love you so much so as, as we leave, do you have anything that you would like to get out there to promote?
1: Um, just, uh, uh, my partner and I are, uh, just started a, a, a new photo business called Red Goose Studio. We're still very new. And if you could follow us on the gram, that would be great.
0: And that's redgoose.studio on Instagram, Red
1: right? Redgoose.studio on Instagram. And that's also our, our URL. It's across the board. It's just redgoose.studio. Spelled the way you think it is.
0: Hey, I love that. No umlauts here. Uh, well, James, I love you so much. And thank you, everyone, for listening and watching for watching um feel free to follow us on all social medias at pod that's Pod, sessions of the millennial drama queen podcast and um thank you so much for listening love you all and everyone stay obsessed let me know in comments what you're obsessed with recently and who knows maybe we'll make an episode about it all right thank you everyone bye